0: Well, hello there, and welcome to the Amore podcast. I'm Allie, your host of this relationship podcast that covers free advice, love, romance, and sexual topics, and an update on the site. To find out much more about me and the assortment of services that I offer, please visit AllieThees.com. Today is Monday, January 30th, 2012. Thanks for stopping by and giving me a listen to. The topics for today's advice. My boyfriend wants a blowjob, but I'm too scared to try. What do I do? And two, during astral sex, I have a penis. I'm female. Is this normal? Quote of the week. This was one said by one Benjamin Franklin, and he said, Absence sharpens love, presence strengthens it. Again, I'll repeat it. Absence sharpens love, presence strengthens it. And I couldn't agree more. Now, when you ask a question here on the Amore podcast, it does not have to be a reading type thing. It can be a straightforward question. Hence, the two questions we have for today are both straightforward questions. The straightforward advice. Okay. Uh don't forget to leave me feedback on iTunes. The Amore podcast is, well, it's nowhere to be found under sexuality on iTunes. I mean, it's there, it's listed, but it's not on the favorites or the new and noteworthy or anything like that. So I really need your help. If you could go to iTunes and, you know, rate it with the stars and even be even better if you left a little message, that'd be absolutely fantastic. I would love to see the Amore podcast get to be where the Ask Alley podcast was Always a featured favorite on iTunes. That's my goal. Because if it's a featured favorite, that means more people listen. If more people listen, then I get to help more people. So if you could go to iTunes and rate it, I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you could tell five of your friends about the podcast, that would be really cool, too. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's Allie Thies, A-L-L-I-E-T-S and Tom, H-E-I-S-S, all one word, no spaces. Facebook, you can find me at Allie Friends. I am also on Pinterest, hopefully I said that right, Pinterest, you know, like the the virtual bulletin board type thing. Um, you can find me under Love Amore, so L-O-V-E-M-A-O-R-E, Love Amore. You can find me there. And also on YouTube um, under Amore Videos. All those, Twitter, Facebook, um, Pinterest, and YouTube are all on the com page on the right-hand side you can click on one of those little icons and be taken to any of those. The Passion Zone, don't forget, it's on Sunday nights on Blog Talk Radio from 6, 6, 30 p.m. And the Alley Thieves Show is on Tuesday and Thursdays from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern, also on Blog Talk. Tomorrow, Holly Vincent will be uh, with me. We'll be talking about uh, two sides of the coin with some relationship advice, love energy card, and whatnot. And then on Thursday, I'm going to have... Um, Michael Fiera, I forgot his his name, blanked me for a second. And he's a numerologist, and we're going to talk about numerology, what numbers are compatible, what numbers aren't compatible, and, you know, how you can relate to another number. So it'll be fun. Please join. Please join. Uh, the OBE classes, the next one is Dream Sex, and that's coming up on February 5th. And Astral Sex is coming up on February 19th. The MRA webinars, uh, or I'll be talking about love magic in February. Uh, I didn't write down the date. February 22nd, I believe. I don't know. I I didn't write it in my notes. But love magic, it's a live webinar. I'll teach you how to write magic, how to perform magic. And you can even, you're even going to write your own little magical intention and uh, send it to me to let me read it over and tell you, yay, nay, what you can improve upon, what you don't need. You have to streamline the process for you because the most important person in all of any type of magical intention, guys, is the person who wants it done. Therefore, it's you. Why pay someone to do what you want done when you can do it yourself? It's just really that simple. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. Yeah. hey, If I would scroll down, I would have realized I did put it in there. It is February 22nd, <laughs> 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern time. So go to uh, com to learn more. And also the Amore Workshops in person here in Worcester will be the second Wednesday of the month, uh, 7, 8 p.m. at Woo's Brews, 131 North Market Street in downtown historic Worcester. In February, I'll be talking about inexpensive ways to rekindle passion. So please join me. Now, for those of you who send me podcast questions. And, you know, you can be anybody. <laughs> you can send me an email to Ali alithees at yahoo.com with podcasts in the subject line. Or you can go to alithees.com, go under free advice, second rung down It says submit a more question. You can fill out the form and send it that way. For either or, if you are a member of the Bliss membership, part of the membership site section of alithees.com, you get priority placement. You go right to the top. Now, if you're asking, what the heck is a Bliss membership and why do I care? <laughs> well, one, you get priority placement when it comes to these questions. Two, you get articles, audio and videos um, about different sex and love and, and soulmate topics and erotic audio and erotic uh, stories and stuff that aren't available to the general public. And for Bliss membership, it's $1 for 30 days and then it's $4.95 per month after that. You can cancel any Give it a shot. It's a buck. And right now we have 30 articles up on the site. So, you know, it's just it's piddlings, piddlings for you for the blessed membership. Okay, now without further ado, let us go here to our first question. Let me do some clicking here. It is from LL and they write, my boyfriend wants a blowjob, but I'm too scared to try. What do I do? Well, you know, one thing you don't want to do is go running away like a screamy Mimi saying, no, 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 put that away. Um, face it, men love oral sex. Men love blowjobs. And women, you should also love <laughs> receiving oral sex um, and also giving it. Because, you know, giving um, a man a blowjob, it's not as difficult as it sounds. It's not as scary as it sounds. Um, if you do not wish for him to... Um, you know, ejaculate in your mouth. He must wear a condom, or you stop ahead of time. Which brings me to the point that safe sex—you can get STDs by giving a, a partner a blowjob through oral sex, and that goes from a man um, having oral sex on women too. it It's possible to pass STDs, so it is preferred safe sex. You always suit up. <laughs> Always suit up if you're not in a monogamous relationship or you have not been with this partner for a long period of time. Have the condom on. That way, if he does ejaculate and you're you're scared you're going to swallow something and have a gag reflex, you won't have to worry about it. And flavored condoms, of course, are preferable for oral sex. You know, if you're going to taste something, the mouth tastes good. Correct, ladies? Correct. Okay. So I, I could spend... Quite some time telling you on how to give a great blowjob, because there are a lot of different tips and techniques. A couple things that are a must. And as you practice doing this, the better, the more you practice, the better you're going to get at it. Nobody is great at something the first few times. Nobody, and it doesn't matter what it is. (laughs) It doesn't matter if it's in and out of bed. You know, it, it doesn't matter. We all have a learning curve. But of course, the more you practice, the better you get. Number one, most men. And not all, I cannot vouch for all men in the world, but most men do not like to have their penis bitten because you know what? It hurts. (laughs) Um, Most men don't like the pain. There are some men who do, but most do not. So it's very, very important when you are giving your partner oral sex that you take your lips and you bring them back over your teeth. Okay? No teeth touch the penis. Lips touch the penis. It's even better if you put some, um, you know, like some chapstick or some lip gloss on and and then, um, you know, bring your lips up and over your teeth. That way it's slippery. That's number one. Number two, uh, the vein, the large vein that runs underneath the penis is very um, erotic feeling to men. Take your tongue up the vein. They love it. Trust me on this. Also, another area they love is the, um, the head of the penis, the rim underneath. I always think of, of the top of a penis. Looking, it looks like a fireman's hat to me. I love firemen. I'm not going to lie. It looks like a fireman's hat at the, at the bottom of the fireman's hat. You know, that rim underneath is very, very sensitive. Take your tongue and put it around the rim underneath a couple of times. And then the top of the penis, flick it with your tongue. Okay, they love that. And once you take the penis in your mouth, if you cannot fit the whole penis in, that's okay. (laughs) You know, it's going to take practice to be able to do this. And, of course, depending on how um, lengthwise and widthwise the man is. Different lengths, different widths. All men are different. So practice. And you're going to get a gag reflex. There are things you can squirt back there to stop the gag reflex. Um, there are products with fancy, fancy names. Um, something you can go to the drugstore and buy is the chloroceptic, which is for a sore throat. Spray some chloraseptic in the back of your throat before you start having oral sex with your partner, and um, it numbs the back. So the gag reflex isn't as prevalent as it would be. Okay. And let the man guide you. On how fast he wants you to to move your head up and down his penis you know go down up and down his penis having the, the penis in your mouth and then take your mouth off the penis and then lick up the vein lick around the head of the penis flick the top of your penis with your tongue you know lick like it's like it's an ice cream cone okay and then put your whole mouth back on it again a few times sucking you know they get the saying, you know, suck my, suck my dick, suck my cock. You know, really actually sucking it hurts them. <laughs> so you don't literally want to suck the penis. Okay, unless you want to give us a slight pressure, but pay attention on if it hurts him or not. He should, and men, you really should tell them if it does hurt. Men, different men have different tolerance levels. Do not assume you know. But there are some tips. You know, try it. And if you're too scared to try to start with with the, with a man, practice on a banana. Put a condom on a banana and practice with the banana. Or if you have a sex toy, practice on a sex toy. Put a condom on the on the sex toy and practice that way. Practice, practice, breaks perfect. Okay. Before you know it, you'll be two thumbs up. Well, yeah, so to speak. <laughs> okay. So thank you very very much for um. Sending in your question. I hope I've been of help to you. Now, for alleythieves.com, what have I done this past week on alleythieves.com? I've written um, a few bliss articles about telepathic sex and let's do after sex, a timeout, uh, of course, and, uh, and some erotic articles. I also wrote about um, non bliss, relationship time capsules, soulmates and soul contracts, and attitudes. You know what, guys? Attitude. Attitude is, is a wondrous, wondrous thing. You now if you wake up and you're in a piss poor attitude, guess what? You're going to have a piss poor day. You wake up and your first thought is a piss poor attitude, but then you transform it into a decent attitude or a good attitude, guess what? Your day's going to your day's going to be a decent one, even if you run into difficulties. How you handle everything, it's um you know, life is all about learning. It's new experiences, it's new choices. So anyways, I wrote about attitude, and uh, yeah, I'll be writing some more today. I have a couple articles I need to write. I'm excited. I like writing. So let's go to our second question here. I'm going to do some more clicking. And this is from MK. And during astral sex, I have a penis. I'm a female. Is this normal? This must be penis day. <laughs> must be penis day on the MRA podcast. Uh, you know, I hate the word normal. I hate normal. And the reason I hate the word normal is there's no such thing as normal. There is no such thing. We are all different, unique beings in our human bodies and in our energy astral forms. We're all unique. Now, most people, when they have astral sex, think two-dimensional because that's the way we live, two-dimensional. And also they think about the gender they are, you know, if I'm female and human, then I think you know, everything should be female. Well, guess what? As an, ent- as an energy, as a reincarnated energy, you have been both genders, male and female. In the astral realms, you are not gender specific unless you make yourself gender specific. So if you do not want to have that penis, and it's fine if you do have that penis. So, you know, it's not a bad thing. If you're like, oh, my God, what is that? Make it go away. You know, I'm more comfortable being female. Then it will go away. And you can have yourself a vagina. If you have a penis and a vagina in astral form, that's fine. You're not limited to what you can have in the astral realm. Your energy. Limitless energy. You can manipulate your energy into any forms you want. Multiple vaginas, multiple penises. Go for it. There's nothing stopping you but you. Okay, and say, you know, in the, the human realm, in the physical form, you are a male. But in the astral realm, you know, you're sporting a vagina. You're more comfortable being female. That's fine. And a matter of fact, you don't have to have a penis or a vagina in the astral realm. You don't have to have either. Because actual sex in the astral realms is not really about a penis or a vagina. It's just about energy, mixing energy. And you can mix energy many different ways. It doesn't have to be the traditional human way like we do here on Earth. Make sense? It can be two fingers touching. So um, it's perfectly fine if you have a penis in the astral realm and you are a female in human form. Okay, my dear? Okay, and thank you for sending in your question. Now, the Amore topic of the week, you know... Surprisingly, it's not about penises, ah. but it's about astral sex. I get a lot of questions about astral sex, and after the first podcast, when I talked about out-of-body sex, or out-of-body ecstasy sex, as I like to call it, I got a lot of emails, <laughs> and I got a lot of visits to the website about astral sex, and I don't know what it is about you guys and astral sex, why it's so popular, to be completely honest with you, because out of all the three methods of um, out-of-body ecstasy, astral sex is the absolute most difficult To master and remember hands down the most difficult yet that's what everybody wants to so I'm going to assume that you're watching different shows different movies where people are having astral travel astral sex and you're like that is way cool and quite frankly it is way cool but it's not as easy and it's not normally as memorable as it is in the movies and on tv tv movies real life two separate things okay although there is some reality in tv and movies Okay, now with astral sex, you know, first thing you have to do with astral sex, you've got to master the whole astral travel thing. I mean, astral travel, it's a bitch. I'm not going to lie. It is difficult. And why is it difficult? (laughs) There's many different reasons why it's difficult. One, you have to separate your astral body from your physical body. And it can be scary because a lot of different things happen. It's not all for the, the same for every person. We all have different side effects, but generally it's, it's one of these. Um, it feels like you're going down um, the first seat in a roller coaster and the hill is endless. You have a huge drop. Your stomach drops, you know, that, that, that feeling. Um, you shake. You vibrate. You feel very cold. You feel very hot. You get a headache. You hear sounds. It can be a high-pitched sound. It can be a low-pitched sound. It can sound like different voices around you, but you hear something. One of those things that happens as your astral body is separating from your physical body, and nine out of ten times, it's going to freak you out. And when, as soon as it freaks you out, you're like, holy crap, what is this? You stop the separation. So you have to learn to work through that. And there are many different ways for the astral body to separate. You can see your body, um, astral body rolling out of your physical body. You can see your astral body coming out of your feet. You can see your astral body coming out of your head. You can see your astral body sit up from your physical body and then stand up. Um, you can see a rope hanging down and have your astral body climb on it, climb on the rope and climb out ropeways. Um There are many different ways, you know. You're going to have to find the best method for you. But once you get past, okay, once you get past that, say you're out. Okay, say you're out of your, your physical body and your astral body's hanging about. Now what? Well, if you turn around and look at your physical body thinking, holy crap, what just happened? Guess what? You're going to go right back in your physical body. As soon as you make notice of your physical body, you're back in it. Period. It doesn't matter if you're like five dimensions over. In, you know and six galaxies away as soon as you think about your physical body sitting back there in that bed or in the chair or on the floor you're boom back in it with a quickness so if you turn around and look say oh my god there i am well yeah and now you're back in it <laughs> now you're back in there so that's another difficulty the third thing is when you roll out of your physical body you are in whatever atmosphere your physical body is in so if it's dark out and you're having a thunderstorm outside guess what you're going to roll out and it's going to be dark out and there's going to be a thunderstorm going on the first layer is always the same layer your physical body's in you're right there if it's bright and sunny and the sun is shining and the birds are chirping guess what that's what you're going to find when you roll out now also when you roll out and the first layer is also it's one of the most dense and it's also where negative entities also like to hang out. We have negative entities around us all the time. We just don't normally see them because we're in our physical bodies. But at the same time, there are also positive entities around us, making sure the bad entities go away. Um, so when you roll out, there may be a black form type figure sitting there. It's the, one of the most densest um, energy layers. So that's where they hang out. A lot of people see that freak, go back to their body. Now, when you come out and say it's storming and raining and and dark out, you come out and you see one of those little entities and you're like, ah, curses Will Robinson. Instead of getting scared and thinking about your body, what you want to do is think about some place you want to go to. Think about it immediately. Say, oh, yes, I would love to go to Thailand and be on one of those beautiful beaches with the the see-through water and, and whatnot. And boom, you're there. See, that's the awesome thing about astral travel is you think and you're there. There's no asking for directions. It's no getting lost. It's wherever you want to go, you're there. Oh, you want to see Mars? Think of Mars. You want to watch yourself in an alternate dimension? Think about yourself in an alternate dimension. Boom, you're there. That's the cool thing about astral travel. There is no place, no place you cannot visit. Whether if you would look at time in past and future, you can also go past and future. Um, If you want to look at time linear, linear, Yeah. Horizontal as opposed to vertical, which a lot of other people look at it. Um, So past and present, past, future and present is all going at the same time, depending where you are at the timeline. Yeah, it can get confusing. So there isn't any place you can't go. And then once you're there, you know, in actual travel, the same things happen in actual travel that happen in physical realm. There are bad entities and good entities. They're everywhere. The higher frequency you are, the higher frequency you can go to, the more positive entities you will run into as opposed to lower entities. Which brings me to astral sex. The more times you have astral sex, the more times you engage in astral sex, word gets out. And lower entities are attracted to um, energy that wants to have astral sex. And you will find more of them around you the more you have astral sex. You can ignore them, I always recommend you do, and immediately go to someplace uh, enjoyable. At a higher dimension, that they cannot get to. Now, I've heard people ask me, you know, if I get out of my body and I'm having actual travel and I'm having sex and whatnot, is someone going to climb into mine? No. Your soul's still there. Your soul hasn't left. I say, soul hasn't left and cue the dogs. There go the dogs barking. So is my life. Um, but yeah. Now, astral sex itself, once you, you get through all this and, and you're with some, an entity and, and you, you want to be with them, astral sex, all you need to do, quite frankly, is you walk into each other. You should combine the two energies. That's it. It doesn't have to be elaborate, drawn out, foreplay, sex, whatnot, like you do in the human realms. You can't have it that way. That's not a problem. But it's not a necessity. It's energy and energy. All you need to do is combine the energy, and you had the same same orgasmic um, explosion, if you want to put it that way, as if you had um, you know penis-vagina in astral sex and, and had sex that way. It's the same conclusion, the same orgasmic conclusion. Um, having sex in the in the astral realm will vibrate back to your physical body. And 9 out of 10 times, it doesn't happen every time, but 9 out of 10 times, you will have a physical orgasm to match your astral orgasm. Now, when you have a physical orgasm at the same time you're having an astral orgasm, um, your physical body is triggered. You're going to know. And you get sucked back to your physical body to finish out the orgasm. So, astral realm, astral sex, you start the astral orgasm. That's where it begins. But so by the time you're done, you're back in the physical body finishing out the orgasm and well physically. And cue the dogs. Why is it want to talk about sex? They bark. Um, but there you go. Are there ways to protect yourself during astral sex? Yeah, you can have a water fountain near you um, like a fountain, a little small fountain. The, mo- the moving water protects you. put salt around your bed. That protects you. Um, One thing about astral sex and one of the most difficult, even if you come back, when you come back to your body, if you've experienced an orgasm in astral realm um, and you have one, you're having one in the physical realm when you get back, it's difficult to transfer the consciousness of what happened in the astral realm down, you know, download it to your actual brain and remember it. So like I tell people who engage in astral travel period, not just astral sex, if you want to remember what happened when you're flipping along the light, fantastic. As soon as you get back to your body, write it down. Write down what happened. It's important because you're going to forget. Just like um, you do when you dream. Until you train yourself to remember better. It's the same thing. The difference between astral travel and dreaming is the fact that when you astral travel, your body is awake. You are not sleeping. As opposed to dreaming, dreaming, your body is asleep. The same things happen. The energy body separates and goes off into, you know, wherever for dreaming and astral travel. But the difference is, again, you are awake for astral, sleeping during dream. Okie doke. So that's my two cents about astral sex. Uh, It it, it takes a while to master. Um, Of course, you can have, you know, the, the the number one thing, the number one, everybody ever wants to strive for when you have astral sex is to have a physical orgasm simultaneously with having an astral orgasm. And that can only happen if your partner is there in bed with you or in the car or, you know, at the bathroom, in the water, in the ocean, but as you're together as a couple and you're having physical and having a physical orgasm, you can teach yourself to astrally roll out and have an astral orgasm at the same time. So it's like, say me and I don't know, me and this guy are, are having, me and my partner are having sex, physical sex. We're climaxing. We have our orgasms right at the moment of orgasm. We can train our astral bodies to um, roll out of us, basically go right above us and merge into one energy which will give us the astral orgasm. So the astral orgasm and the physical orgasm are are happening simultaneously, which is nothing like you could ever experience anywhere on the planet in human form. Nothing. Nothing comes close. It's like being in Washington, D.C. on the 4th of July and looking at those fireworks as opposed to, you know, your small hometown. Uh, The fireworks in Washington, D.C. are astronomical on the 4th, and that's how a physical slash astral orgasm happens. That's the kind of fireworks. That's the kind of energy. It's, it's mind blowing. It's altering. It's, it's something well worth practicing towards. <laughs> you know, it's well worth the practice to put in to get to that point in time. But anyways, there you go. Astral sex, which brings us to the, the deal of the week. As I mentioned earlier, I am teaching the out of body ecstasy webinars online classes. And class four is the astral sex one. I'm going to cover astral projection, astral separation, sex, recall, um, and question answering, and protection, and and whatnot. It's February 19th. Now, for this, the deal, and this deal only lasts between today and next Monday when I do a new podcast. I'm going to give you um, the astral sex webinar online is thirty dollars. That's a savings over what is now posted. If you want this deal of the week, if you want to be part of this Astral Sex webinar, you must email me and I will give you a certain code that you can put in for the Astral Sex webinar. It will be good for the Astral Sex webinar only, and this code is only good for a week. So by the time next Monday comes, the code will no longer work. So you would have to get the code and pay for it this week before it's null and void. Make sense? Okay, guys, so the dog is going to bark again for God knows what reason. But until we connect next week, you guys have yourself a wonderful week. Have plenty of sex. Try astral sex. And don't forget to submit me your questions. Come on, guys, questions. Don't be too too nervous. I'm not going to tell people who you are. (laughs) And uh, don't forget to tell a few of your friends. Have yourself a great week, and we'll connect next Monday. Take care. Bye.